0: Hello everyone, my name is Rafal and I would like to welcome you to my Headshot Photography Podcast. In today's podcast, I want to talk about 10 of the most important lessons I have learned over the last 10 years. And this is my anniversary, so I've been in this industry for 10 years. I was shooting weddings for many, many years before and also I have learned lots from that part of my journey of being in photography industry but hatchet photography was completely different environment that was something which I have to pretty much start over and I have to learn new things I have to pretty much turn my entire business upside down and I want to just share with you what was the most important lessons and hopefully those lessons also help you to look at your hatchet photography from completely different perspective. So the first thing I want to discuss is keep your gear simple. This is one of the biggest issues I found when it comes to headshot photography. Photographers, they try to get as much equipment as possible and they really overwhelm themselves with the amount of stuff they're carrying, they're having and that's I think Basically, what happens, you focus more on the gear than you focus on your client. And I think everybody goes through that process. Everyone goes through that momentum when you want to get everything and you think that you need so many different things to create good images to be successful in the industry. And I, over the last several years scale down as much as possible and if some gear doesn't work or i don't need it i pretty much just put on the market and i'm trying to get rid of it and i'm trying to sell it because i know it's just collecting the dust and it's not doing me any favor or it's not helping to improve my business And I think everyone goes through the same process at the beginning. We try to get everything. And I think also because there's so much stuff on the market right now and everyone is trying to sell you something and everyone tells you that this product is best for you. And this is what's going to improve your photography. I think we should make this own judgment and we should be extremely selective what we really need. And I think as soon as you start kind of figure out what you actually need and stick to it, then you can really focus on your clients, you can focus on your business and you can focus on so many different aspects of headshot photography and become successful because I deeply believe that. Gear is not complicated. It's it's pretty simple. You don't need much and as soon as you have this everything in place and you know the system or the the, the collective gear you have it's working for you. That's where you should stop and then there's no reason to try to find new things and try to improve things again. As soon as this whole thing is working. That's where we should just kind of put a little bit Breaks and focus on different things another big lesson. What I've learned and this is another big one is failures teach us more than success and I could go on and on about it, but I know whenever things don't work. We're getting frustrated. We're getting angry We're getting upset uh, we start doubting ourselves but those failures they always make you better photographers as long as you can learn from them and you guys probably hear that million times over and over again and this is something which is part of our journey but the one thing what I've learned is whenever I fail or I have you know issues with the clients issues with the equipment issues with retouching and I feel like a failure. I'm trying to step back and look what I could do to don't make this mistake again or how I can improve and that's how you get better. So I know in this particular moment when you failing or there is something going sideways, you're getting kind of emotional and you're getting upset. Try to take your emotions a little bit under control and see what I could learn from this, how I can, you know, don't make this mistake again or how I can improve this. And the more mistakes we make, you know, the better we get at our craft, the The better business we are running, the better, you know, things we do in our retouching process. So I have to say that the failure I know, as I said, it, it's kind of difficult when it happens, but the failures shouldn't be our enemies. This is something that we can learn a lot from, and this is can create this right path on to be on the, you know, into the, 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 the way of to success. And I think especially the young generations, people who are starting off, people who they just getting in this industry, they want to be successful right away. They want to make everything perfect. They want to get great images. But those things, they don't come from, you know, kind of things which they work. They coming from failures because before you start making good images, you have to create a lot of images which they not looking good and they have a lot of errors they have a lot of mistakes so you have to make failure as a part of the journey and make kind of friendship with the failure and that's going to really put you on the right path the next thing which i want to talk about it and this is something also extremely important and i've learned this the hard way not all the photography has to offer can be found in books and YouTube and in some other places. You have to experience a lot of those things by yourself. And I deeply believe that we always search for, you know, new ideas. We search for improving our business, improving our photography, improving our retouching. But we have to kind of put the hands on ourselves and we have to do it ourselves. And that's the best way to learn just because you found something and you think, okay, this is going to work and it looks like it's working, doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Um, And and, and I remember when I started my headshot photography, I was trying to find every possible information, every book I could get hands on everything what I could find to learn this craft. um, I was just, you know, digging into this. But then what I found is there's a lot of, lot of information out there. But I think our own experience, our own photo shoots, our own experiences can teach us way more than the books and YouTube videos and all those other interesting, you know, things which we can find on the topic. So don't limit yourself just only to, you know, finding stuff on the YouTube and learning things. Try to do those things yourself and try to start doing things which, you know, they don't feel comfortable or, you know, pushing some ideas yourself or doing things which, you know, at the beginning, then they, they, they seems like they not going to work. But I think experimenting and doing things on your own is the best way to, to, to learn and improve your photography. And I remember when I started doing my creative photo shoots, um, that was the, the, the biggest drive for me because I've done one thing I failed and then I could kind of figure out what I've done wrong and how I could improve things. And that's kind of pushed me to the next step. And to be honest, I couldn't find those things in the books you couldn't I couldn't find those things on the YouTube channels and the thing is that nobody talks about failure in you know YouTube channels they don't talk in the books they always talk about how to make things works but what I was discussing a few minutes ago sometimes failure is the best learning uh, process for us and I think doing things on your own it's the most important thing and that's what's going to kind of make you better photographer the next thing i want to talk we're going to just jump in on the completely opposite scale and i want to talk about investing in your craft so from one hand i know you can't find all those stuff but kind of limiting yourself from learning and um, not investing in your knowledge also is a big big mistake and i know things these days they're getting more and more expensive There is, there's so many things out there and then there's definitely a lot of things which we can put money in, but investing in your craft is extremely important. You have to make this whole thing the smart way. Don't kind of go into debt and then, you know, fill up your credit cards and then run out of money because you want to learn those stuff. You have to do this gradually. And the way I actually approach those things when it comes to the equipment, I was, I'm always investing when kind of shit breaks and then I have to get the new thing, then I'm investing. Um, when it comes to my knowledge, um, if I'm struggling with something and I want to understand this or I want to improve some of those skills, then I'm just jumping and I'm buying courses, I'm buying books, I'm trying to kind of put the money that I can solve that problem and I can improve what I do. But I'm also kind of careful, like I'm not spending too much money. Um, we will be talking at some point and I would like to do separate podcasts on kind of running the business and making sure that you're not going to run out of money. Because I know this is another thing that a lot of photographers, they're making big mistake because they jump into it. I want to be a photographer. they buying the most expensive gear. they they buying all the courses and they put themselves in such a debt that they're not able to get out of this. So do this smart way, but don't also cheap out on things which they can take you to the next level. The next thing I want to talk about it, and this is, again, some really, really big one. Practice is a key. So this is something what I've learned. You have to keep shooting. You have to keep practicing. You have to make sure that... You're doing constantly shoots because that's what's going to improve your skills. You're going to see things better. You're going to understand things better. You're going to learn from your mistakes. And you can't really become a better photographer if you're not practicing. It's like an athlete. If the athlete doesn't do shit and sits on the couch and and doesn't exercise or, you know, putting, uh, putting himself in the practice you're not going to improve. So this is this thing also applies to photography. You have to practice and practice and practice and 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 try to also practice the way that you putting yourself in in the kind of difficult environment where you challenge yourself where you going to be struggling. Again, I know it's hard and I know it's frustrating and and, and I know a lot of people have a hard time to do that. But the more you're going to push the boundaries, you're going to put yourselves to extremes. That's where you're going to understand things better and then you're going to improve your skills and you're going to improve your photography. So I think I will stop here when it comes to the practice. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about and um, I think that's something which is crucial and the more you do it, the better you're going to get. The next one I want to talk about it this is, ex- again, really, really big, big thing. What I've learned over the years is building the team. And I'm talking about makeup artists, hairstylists, and all these people who can support you to take your, your images to the next level. As everybody else who's starting in this industry, I never pay attention to those things. I never thought that this is important till the moment where you know, those things kind of start popping up. You have makeup artists and all of a sudden you see, oh my God, like those images turn way better. So building the team, it's going to build your business and it's extremely important, takes time. And you have to also focus on this because without a team, you're not going to go anywhere because you can be the best photographer in the, you know, your city. But if you don't have the right team to push you, you're not going to be able to successfully, you're not not going to be able to be successful alone. I've learned that the hard way. I've been struggling for many, many years till I got the team and the team will support you. The team will take you to completely different level. So try to find the right people. Try to become friends with them. Try to learn from them and also try to teach them And as a team, you will be able to get much, much further, and you're going to be way more successful. The next one, we're going to go to a little bit of psychology, and this is something which also I've learned over the last decade. And now it's different. Back in the days was completely different story. So comparison will cripple you and steal your passion. So you have to kind of build this resistance from being criticized, um, and I know these days it's extremely difficult because we are on social media. We try to share our work, and there's tons of tons of trolls which are gonna try to take you down, and they're gonna do everything what is in their power to pretty much just destroy your, you know, beliefs, what you do. They're gonna try to destroy everything which you achieved it's just insane so i deeply believe that you have to build some kind of wall around to make sure that these people they're not going to destroy your passion they're not going to destroy what you're trying to achieve they're not going to destroy everything what you try to build and this is something extremely important because if you're not going to build that resistance and you're not going to build that wall around you sooner or later they're gonna get you and that's gonna just have drastic consequences and i know from my own experience i was extremely extremely sensitive to any negative comments to you know people going after my work people criticizing what i do and it it really affected me i have to say that for many many years i was really really kind of devastated on if this is even makes sense what I do and um, you trying to do new things you try to explore different things you know sometimes things work sometimes they don't but these people they are like like, kind of hyenas on the back of your neck they try to kind of bite you every time you make a little mistake and we need to learn how to avoid this so nowadays It's still hard. I'm not gonna say that I'm completely resistant to this and I'm completely kind of like ignoring these people because I'm paying attention what people say and what people kind of talk about when it comes to my work, but it's not affecting me as much, especially when this coming from people who, you know, didn't achieve anything. They, They just, you know, bunch of losers who just looking to get their prey and kind of try to destroy them those people don't affect me anymore. The one little tip which I've learned I don't get into discussions with those people. I simply don't if someone tried to attack me I ignore them and I know it's hard sometimes because you want to just tell them to F off and you want to tell them everything what you do and how hard it is and all this stuff. But it's it doesn't make doesn't make any sense to do that because you're just wasting your time. You're just wasting their time. And I think what is extremely crucial in this whole thing, as soon as you start conversation with these people, it never ends well. It's always go go deeper and it always kind of gets you and it's always kind of frustrates you and you think about it. And sometimes you start some stupid conversations and you lose a day because you're overwhelmed with this. You're just thinking what you're going to respond You're going to just putting your focus on things which first of all they don't matter and the second thing it's 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 just wasting of your time because you're not going anywhere and and there there's no winners even if you tell them that you're right and you try to prove them about everything what you try to tell them it's it's not going to change them because the more you're going to try to kind of defend yourself they're going to be attacking harder and harder. And then, you know, there's some other people getting involved and it's just usually turning into a mess. So if you can just delete the comment or shut down the phone or, you know, do everything just to kind of take a deep breath and don't get involved. That's the best. Okay. So the next thing, what I want to talk about it is also kind of interesting. And this is something what, You have to learn. Don't settle for good enough. And I know a lot of us, they sometimes I'm not saying we're giving up, but we just like, okay, this is the maximum what I can do. This is what it's enough and I don't want to push boundaries. But I deeply believe that we have to somehow try to push our work to extremes because that's where we learn. This is the kind of area where we discover new things. And I think when we get settled and we try to kind of like, okay, this is this is what I can do and, and I don't want to do anything else, it's gonna be boring and it's gonna be something that you're never gonna you're not gonna take your work to the next level. And I think exploring those unknown places. And that's what you discover some amazing stuff. And that's how you're going to create your style. This is how you're going to improve your work. And I know that's related to kind of being in some kind of uncomfortable kind of places and situations and, and, you know, trying to kind of emotionally fight some of those things. It's not easy. But again, I'm going to make comparison, you know, to sports. You cannot really be successful in sports if you just you don't push yourself and you don't try to kind of take your body and take your mind to some kind of extremes. And that's how you kind of develop yourself. That's how you get better. This is how you push the boundaries and that's something which is extremely important. So if you see your images and they good enough and you're not really happy with them, that means you need to push it. You need to try to break the process down and see where you can improve things, how you can make things better, how you can get to the next level. And I think sometimes we have, you know, those, those big goals, like, oh, I want to create those images and I want to be that good. But I think we have just dreams sometimes, but we never think about how we can get there like you know what it takes what things I have to do what kind of elements I have to improve in this process to get better. So that's something which is extremely um, important and I know from my own experience. We are extremely busy. We have so many things on our shoulders. We are running the business. We have families. We have responsibilities. We have bills. There's million things but when it comes to photography, we have to constantly try to make things better and we have to improve our, you know, quality of our work and quality of our images. And sometimes we need a break. I get it. And I, I do that as well. But photography, it's not something that you will learn and you will know everything. This is ongoing process, which takes time and, um, There's always time for learning. There's always things we need to improve. And it's never ending story. It's like, you know, trying to get to the top of the mountain, but we are never going to get there. That's that's the way I see it. And it's just a constant. I don't want to say battle and struggle because like we can make this fun and we can make this cool and we can enjoy this and we can love the process. But I think we need to try to kind of change the way of thinking that it's not we're not going to get to the final, final destination. We need, we're going to have to figure out how enjoy the process and have fun and have a be passionate about what we do and focus on that. And that's what's going to take us to the next level. And the last thing, what I want to talk about is your best image is yet to be made. So that's the way I approach, my photography Um, I don't really think that oh I got this amazing images I always think what the next image I can get and how I can improve it and how I can make it better so your best images are yet to come and you have to look forward not to look backwards just because you've got some amazing shots in the past don't settle on them and don't kind of try to focus on them too much like I know all of us, we are proud of them. We are happy that we've created them. We, we, we've we done something spectacular. We are happy that we were able to do them. But try to always focus on the next shot, on the next image, on the next projects and how you can make it better. And that's, again, as soon as you shift the way you see your work and you, you, you shift everything, what you do, then it's completely changed the dynamic and you know, you're going to be better and better and better and you're going to be just keep improving your work. Okay. So those are the most important lessons I have learned over the last decade. I know there's many, many more and I'm looking forward to, you know, the future lessons. And then the environment is changing. The industry is changing. The social media is changing these days. So I'm sure there will be a lot of, lot of things out there which we will learn and We will be able to take our photography to completely different level. So I hope that was interesting. And if there's anything else you would like to add to this, please feel free to send me a message, email, reach out to me on social media. I'll be more than happy to follow up with this discussion. But I hope those 10 lessons I've learned will help you to look at your work from completely different perspective. So thank you to Thank you for listening. I hope that was um, interesting. Stay tuned and I'll chat with you guys very soon. Bye bye.